Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. It seems like just the other day that we hooked up. I was driving, you was walking, and I swooped you up. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment, first segment of the second hour, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether they're auto, life, home, or renters. That's because he can find the cheapest rate, too, because he represents over 40 different carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, before we get going, um, yeah, before we get going and set up the second, because we got to get to Harge's pick, I got to give you my foundation picks, a couple NFL games we want to get to, so let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Hey, yeah, man. Uh, hey, I, I, want you, I want you to keep my word on this one right here, man and bring it up when the NFL season is over. And I'm talking about Urban Meyer. If um, if the USC Trojans were smart, they would not hire a coach until after the NFL season is over. Uh, I looked at an interview this morning with Tim Tebow, uh, former quarterback of the uh, uh, Florida Gators when he was with Urban Meyer. This guy, Urban Meyer, do you realize Urban Meyer, he doesn't lose four football games. It might take him seven or eight years to lose that many games in college football. This guy has lost four games already. And Urban Meyer, they said that this guy is really taking these losses serious. And I really believe that before the end of the season is over, he's going to have some kind of health problem, and he's going to have to move on from the Jacksonville. And you will, and I, and I think you will see him coaching the USC Trojans next year. He will not be coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, next NFL season. I promise you that. And I think you're taking my thoughts. All right, Mike. Uh, we've got a long way to go. I know you said that a little bit before. This is what I'll say to that. Um, it's hard. You can't make me believe a guy that's been around football as long as he has in Urban Meyer and a guy that's been in the media now for the last three, four years working with Fox and basically understanding the NFL game and having to talk to coaches, showing up at combines at Ohio State over the years. You can't make me believe that Urban didn't know exactly understand what he was getting into, okay, that he had to understand that, look, this could get this could really get uglier than Greg Oden. Okay, um, <laughs> hard. Just like Ooh. that's like yeah. It get. I thought you masterpiece. You. I said this time it get uglier than Greg Oden. So yeah. Boy. So so to me, oh. I doubted very seriously that he would be one and done. I'm never gonna say never. And if he did that, Mike, and went to USC, I would probably lose a lot, a lot of respect for Urban. I mean, when it comes to college coaches, I mean, I put Urban as respect right behind Nick Saban. Um, you know, he's the one coach that had the most success against Nick Saban. He can coach, but you can't make me believe that he does the pride in him doesn't want to see this through. You know, like if this was his second year, maybe like, okay, could I see him pushing eject if he doesn't see a big improvement come next year? I would be totally shocked if he's one of the because I and and also, Mike, um you USC wouldn't be able to afford to wait for Urban Meyer for the NFL season to finish. Um, I don't believe. 
Um, you know, there's always there's already talks about certain candidates out there for this particular gig. Um, you know, Anthony Lynn's named and surfaced. Um, you know, in regards to possibly former Chargers coach possibly being, you know, boosters and people want to talk to him down there. So I don't think they'll actually wait until he's, you know, finished the season. I don't think they can. Uh, but back to college before we get in the NFL game. So I told you, yes, the Georgia and Arkansas is a big one. Uh, we touched on a little bit Baylor, Oklahoma State. This is the uh, – what's Oklahoma? Baylor's – I didn't even realize Baylor's still undefeated. So this oh, is yeah. a, this is two undefeated matchups right here as well too, Baylor and Oklahoma State. What are you looking at at this one, Orange? Well, you know, you talked about the emotional letdown of having a big game and then having to go play another game. Last week, Baylor beats Iowa State – I mean, excuse me, West Virginia in a hard fall – wait. Iowa State. I was yeah, correct. yeah, you're right. It was the Iowa State game, and they went out there and went into a hard fought battle. And you look at Oklahoma State. This was the first game we got good Spencer Sanders last week. Hmm, we got good one. We don't know. I mean, he kind of schizophrenic a lot of times. You right. don't know what you're gonna get when he's out there. So this matchup is going to be Mike Gundy versus Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda is a good defensive minded coach. Last year. Oklahoma State took them to the woodshed. I don't see that happening again this week. And we might see Baylor as a 5-0 and team because mobile quarterbacks give Oklahoma State's defense trouble, hmm. kind of like the ones that they do to Alabama when yeah. the mobile quarterback can move around. And we'll talk a little bit about Bama a little bit later. Too. Yeah, that's another one. Seeing if Lane Kiffin can, can break the streak there. Old Lane, he's been talking greasy for the last couple of weeks, but he just <laughs> likes – he likes trolling, uh, you know, uh, Nick. Oh, yeah. But, oh, but yeah. yeah, that's a key one. But, no, I was like, like damn, Bay, where have I been? Baylor's 4-0? Like, damn, yeah. okay. Um, the other big one, I, this one should be a night game, but another big one, this did make the foundation picks, okay, coming off nine and three weeks. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but, man, number seven Cincinnati going to South Bend and taking on number nine Notre Dame. We didn't really get a chance to get into it because we tried to cover a lot, you know, this past Monday, but – we didn't even really touch on an impressive win of what Notre Dame did to Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin, Notre Dame winning that game as an underdog. Wisconsin, uh, you know, was a team that, you know, that's what makes – I didn't have this time to talk to about them either. But w- w- that's an interesting one this week, Wisconsin and Michigan. We're going to find out what Harbaugh's working with because it's Wisconsin coming off a loss. But Notre Dame, man, they're physical – the quarterback situation is still a work in progress. I like him, but he's nothing really that has jumped off the page. But where Notre Dame and Brian Kelly's doing it again, and keep in mind, Brian Kelly coached at Cincinnati in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So this is a team, one of his former stops that he made is coming back to South Bend. But where Notre Dame and Brian Kelly's doing this hard, in my opinion, is that defense looks impressive again as well, too. They're doing it on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and this is why this is, I, I, I you know, I love Cincinnati. Uh, you know, their coach, I like what they're doing. They're a good team. We talked about could that be the team, you know, since they announced they're coming to the Big 12, could that be a team that's going to be that pillar after OU and Texas leaves? But uh, this is definitely a game that's going to be must-see TV. How you like this one, Orange? I, I'm still rolling with Cincinnati, and you're right. The defense for Notre Dame is a lot better because the defensive coordinator, Freeman, was at Cincinnati last year, and he went over to Notre Dame this year. So he's improved. And you, if you remember, Cincinnati's defense was tough last year, which is why they had so much success. But I still believe that Luke Fickle obviously has done a good job with their team. They got an experienced quarterback in DeRitter. And I really like that because this is another opportunity. This is a top 10 matchup to where Cincinnati, who you just mentioned, has an opportunity to go into a new conference 
possibly heading into a new conference as a possible playoff team this year. That's This is a statement game, and this is a big opportunity for them. I think Cincinnati pulls this off in Notre Dame on the road. Too wow. Okay. All right. That'll let you know which way I'm leading. I'll let you know that here shortly. Um, the other one, uh, before we transfer uh, – trans- you know, transition to the NFL um, is what you alluded to. Number twelve, Ole Miss uh, going to Alabama. Um, I've told you for weeks this matchup does make me nervous. I think if you look at last year's matchup, Ole Miss. I mean, I think they put up thirty-four or forty or something like that on Alabama. Um, you know, I don't know. The thing with this is, I do believe that Ole Miss. I like their quarterback. Uh, he's a, he's a problem. I think he he potentially could be a Sunday guy. Um, I feel, though, that they will be able to put points on Alabama, okay? The question is, are they going to be – To cover it up, the 79 is the over-under, bro. Yeah. They're going to be <laughs> – yeah, they're going to be able to put points on Alabama, but the question is, are they going to be able to get stops? Speaking of Ole Miss, that's yep. the deal. Um, this would this would really, really be – uh, upset alert, or maybe the streak is broken of twenty three and zero, whatever the hell it is against former coaches. If this was in Ole Miss, if this is Alabama, the sca- is kind of you know having to go on the road to Ole Miss. This depth, this number wouldn't be this line at fourteen and a half wouldn't be where it's at. Um, if it was Ole Miss, in my opinion, it'd probably be like Alabama seven and a half, eight or something like that. But um, but I love Ole Miss's quarterback, Alabama. I told you the other day. I think I'm Alabama, and they could be improved through the season, but Alabama's run defense is a little bit suspect, in my opinion, this year. They've got a couple guys that's not all the way 100%, but make, make no mistake about it. I don't, and this is the thing because of Lane Kiffin knowing some familiarity about Alabama and Saban and that coaching staff and that atmosphere, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be that shook going on the road in Tuscaloosa either. I think Lane Kiffin's going to have them rolling in with a lot of confidence. What do you think? Absolutely. I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way because of what you said too. You talked about them trolling um, uh, Nick Saban. They have a a, a friendly banter back and forth. He Mm. gives them a little crap here and there, but to your point, he's going to bring his team in there with so much swag and he's going to do everything he can to put Matt Carroll in that quarterback Heisman trophy conversation that I really truly believe this game is going to be underneath that number. You, you can't play in the SEC and have a 15 uh, uh, playing against the team. If you play in Vanderbilt, maybe, but wow. playing against Ole Miss, the way that they've been playing, and this isn't that I don't see them as the most dominant Alabama team. To your point, they give up points. They yeah. give up points. And so this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I think they get inside that 15, that number that I see is 15. I think okay. they keep it underneath 15. Alabama wins but I wow. think they keep it under that 15. Nice. Well, yeah, and you know what? You said something right there. I was telling Jonas during the last break. I don't want you to say anything now because I want you to take time over the weekend, over the week. But next week, because I mean to ask you this, I since we're going to go past a little bit, well, this is week five in college technically, so since we're going to go past the quarter part, Mark, I want three or four guys that you got right now that's in the Heisman talk. Because on the national scale right now, Harsh, from what I'm hearing, everybody, everybody's mom. Everybody, everybody don't want to talk about this because I don't think everybody really knows who really is putting themselves in position of being a Heisman. And when you talk about the quarterback Ole Miss, there was a guy that won a trip to New York, okay, that basically won the Heisman off of a trip to Tuscaloosa, and I'm talking about Johnny Football. Okay, oh, so yeah. when you talk oh, about yeah. that, when you talk about that quarterback for Ole Miss, you talk about Heisman 
trophy more. I mean, if he goes in and gets this win as a 15-point dog, Okay, then automatically he's out and running. I, I hear B.J. Robinson's name a lot that's here announced, but next week I want your – because I respect your opinion. I, I want four you. you. I want like at least three or four guys you got in the discussion before we go into the second and third quarter of the college football season. I'm here. Okay, 736-9760. All right, so before we transition and talk about old Sam Donal – coming to Jam- Jerry's world because a lot of Dallas fans look at oh man after my Philly oh man Panthers what, what, what's the wife going to do this weekend we ain't got to be here for this yeah not so fast my friend not so fast man because I'm high on this uh, Carolina's D line we definitely got to talk about that also when we get back we'll get I want to get Harge's picks uh, this week on college and on NFL on the record then I'll get to my foundation picks a little later. We got a programming announcement, show announcement that we'll do here before we get out as well, too. So definitely Dallas game. I told you yesterday, definitely want to touch on the, the I call it the, the the quad setup this week, the NFC West. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Brady coming home, man, that Arizona and L.A. Rams game should be Sunday night. I would love hearing uh, Michaels and them call that game, but we understand Brady's coming back home. But it's a monster matchup. Cleveland's on the road to Minnesota. That game didn't make the foundation pitch. Kirk Cousins is playing pretty damn good on the cool. Dalvin Cook is kind of banged up. I don't know if he's going to go or not. He said he he's might, going but he's going. Week. He said he's going Okay, play. and yeah. let me tell you something. That 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 first. That first sight of OBJ, Odell, looked kind of a little impressive last week. You know, I want to see if they can build on that coming on. So we'll talk about that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spin the one and twos. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. They offer a lot of different flavors and different mixes. Also, now they release their pre-ready-made alcoholic drinks in different flavors as well, too. You can pick those up at any of your local liquor stores. Or you could just add your favorite alcohol to your mix as well, too. That's Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, Harge, before we go on and jump into this Dallas game and a couple of these other NFLs get to foundation picks, what are your official picks? That you coming off of, I think, a two and three weekend, right? Two and three weekend. Two and three, you. Officially. Yeah, I'm yeah, keeping yeah, score. Like, I'll keep a I score. You, I'll see you flip the score. <laughs> yeah, see what, you, what you got, yeah. man? You come from a competitive well, background. What you got, man? Don't call it a comeback because I've been here for years. Okay. I'm about to come back. I'm about to shock you with a couple of them. So here's a couple of them. Uh, East Carolina. Okay. This is a team that a lot of people don't really pay a lot of attention to. Kind of like you and your San Jose pick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of people don't pay attention. You got to go out west. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go out to the east coast and I'm going to go East Carolina. They're taking on Tulane at home. And uh, East Carolina is another good team that no one really talks about. They like to cover. At home, okay. So I, they're plus four against Tulane. So I'm okay. taking East Carolina right. plus four. Okay. Uh, obviously, we talked a little bit about the Georgia game and Arkansas. I've been on Arkansas. I'm gonna continue to ride Arkansas. I got them at plus eighteen okay. when I first at the beginning of the week. The line is now seventeen okay. and a half. So okay. I'm I'm going with my plus eighteen and a half. So you can give it I'm out at eighteen. With, uh, okay. Yep. I'm taking Arkansas uh, to cover that. 
And then I talked about this a little bit. University of Texas is about to break that streak of that two and seven, that two and uh, seven deal that they have with TCU. Mm -hmm. They're going to cover. They're minus four. I got them at minus four. And Texas wins the game outright going away. Okay. I'll give you my NFL in just a little bit. Okay, so you got you got Texas with the minus four, and you got uh who's Tulane who's playing? Um Tulane and East Carolina. Okay, so you got East Carolina, East Carolina plus four. Is that plus four? And then what was your last one? Did you give out three? What was your last one? Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. So wow, you're gonna get that yeah. number at 18. Arkansas plus 18. All right, man. Okay. All right, so what I'll do real quick, I'll go ahead. I'm light on the college side. Like I said, I'm, I've got two plays on. I went heavy on the NFL, and I've got four of the NFL, and I've got went light on the uh, college side. And so I'll give you the two for the college of the foundation. I will sit there and say, um, brought up the game, Notre Dame, uh, that's catching uh, plus two. It's, got, it's down to plus two right now at home. You'll probably see it in some places at two and a half. You could buy it up to two and a half if you plan on playing this player. Buy it up to even two points three, but I'm gonna give it out at plus two because that's what officially it's at. At home at Cincinnati, I talked about it. I like Notre Dame's defense. I like Cincinnati too, but I just think at home at South Bend, um, you know, coming off of a win against uh, Wisconsin, I think they've got some momentum coming back home. So I like Notre Dame, and plus Notre Dame knows that they've got to like they've got to stay almost down there perfect to stay in contention to get back in that forward playoff spot. Because I really, since Brian Kelly's been there, there's really not been on anybody on the outside except the big dogs, Clemson and Alabama, that has really embarrassed his teams. You know, that's and, until you get to the championship game or the semis. So um, I, I, Cincinnati's a great team, but I'm going to go ahead and go with those points with Notre Dame. And my other one, man, is um, Saturday night. Um, Herm Edwards uh, going on the road, UCLA. I love what Chip Kelly's doing. UCLA's good. I mean, they're coming off of a of a big win, putting up some points as well on the road. They come back. I'm going with the experienced quarterback in this one a little bit more with Arizona. The kid's a phenomenal what he's doing right now. I think this is his best year that I've seen. Look, he's good with completions. And also, Arizona State's defense is really sneaky good against the run, and that's what UCLA likes to do in their up-tempo, running the ball. But I like Arizona plus three. So those are the only two picks I'm giving out in college this week is Notre Dame plus two and Arizona plus three. And we'll get Arizona to Arizona State. Arizona, Arizona State. State. I'm sorry. Yes, Arizona State. Yeah. Herm Edwards and the boys. Um, all right. So let's get to the other guys in the professionals. Dallas. All right. Um, now, if you were kind of concerned and nervous about Philly on Monday night, as you told Jonas, how are you feeling about this guy with your guy Matt, this game with your guy Matt Rule coming in, Sam Darnold that's playing hell of fied football right now, and a young front that I keep talking about? What? How do you feel about this game? Don't forget. He came into Dallas last year after having mono, that is uh, Sam Darnold, and oh, that's really right. had his way with the Dallas Cowboys. Not so fast, my friend. Okay. This thing is going to change a lot. I love Matt Rule. I love the way that um, uh, I love the way that Matt Rule goes about his business, the way he handles everything. But the way that I see it, Dallas is in a good position. They're at home. They understand what this game is all about. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're going to take it to the Carolina Panthers. The biggest thing for me, I don't think that Carolina can score with the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to it. Yeah, if I we're going to have a shootout. I don't think they're going to be able to score. So if I were a betting man, 
Hmm. I will pick the Dallas Cowboys and go. the four points. Okay. All right. Well, um, I agree with you. I don't think I, I don't think Carolina can get in a shootout uh with Dallas, but I did say earlier this week I'm gonna stick with it. I think Matt Rule with uh is it Chuba Hubbard? Is that who it is? Yeah, yep, it's Chuba. I think I think he's gonna slow the game down, man. I think it's gonna slow down. I would definitely would like to see this matchup with a healthy Christian McCaffrey, but I think Hubbard's got something to prove. He can slow it down. And really, I feel that, you know, the because I still don't think Dallas's line is a hundred percent. All right. I know Zach Martin's back. I think Tyrone Smith is going to get a couple holding penalties this game. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think you know they're they're gonna have their hands full. That's what's. I think the front line of Carolina is what's gonna keep this game a fourth quarter game. But if they can't get pressure on Dak and really stop the run, and when I say stop, contain Pollard out of the backfield, Zeke. Uh, because when Zeke runs with – if Zeke runs, I think he has – against Carolina's front, Zeke has to run with the force he did Monday night. Zeke ran with some intentions around the goal line. Like, you know, he was like, man, that black guy up there in San Antonio keep talking. I'm going to show – pow, there you go, take that. <laughs> so I do feel that way, but I think this game is a fourth-quarter game. I'm, I just not on – didn't make the foundation plays, but uh, but I, I hear you, though. But a lot of Dallas fans – and I know you're level-headed, but a lot of Dallas fans feel like, oh, this is just another one, chalk it up. I don't know. I would not be surprised or shocked if we're coming here Monday recapping an L for for Dallas. Just one of those games that it's just like, hey, you know, and this is one of those games that, you know, that if it if I'm right and if it is a fourth quarter game, McCarthy better be on his keep uh, P's and Q's about timeouts and clock man because this is the type of I think Carolina and the way they're playing and some of the weapons they got off is enough to kind of make you pay if if they if if you fall short and that comes again itself. This time talking about the clock management situation. So uh, uh. that's how I feel. That's how I feel. You already know. Um, listen, man, this is uh this game here that we want to talk to or talk about when we get back here shortly. I just feel this comes down to really find out what Seattle's about this year. Because Seattle, I can't think of the last time that Seattle, the Seahawks, have lost three games in a row. And I have a theory I've had along on this show in the national, not in college, but in NFL. I think if you're a good football team and you're really supposed to be a playoff team or Super Bowl contender and a 17, I know we're in a 16 or 17 game week schedule, you don't lose three games in a row. That's just the way I feel. And I think Seattle, it's going to be intriguing how they get this done, but we'll talk about that. We'll get more of the foundation picks out there on the NFL side, Harge's NFL side. We'll get to the show announcement before we get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Routers Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hart. Mike's a character, man. He loves this. Um, all right, man. So, okay, so let's get to, like I said, coming the break. Seattle, this game did make my foundation play. I'll give this one out there right now. They're on the road. This is, you know, San Fran – after watching that game last week with the 49ers, okay, in Green Bay, and leaving that clock, that time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers, I just feel with Jimmy, even though he led them on that drive, 
There's some juice missing with this team in the 49ers. And I was very high on them. Like I said, I might almost went with them instead of the Rams. Um, I don't know when. I mean, because he keeps teasing us. I mean, you know, Lance, Trey keeps getting out there in these goal line packages and stuff. And, and I just feel that I don't know if he's technically ready yet from the offensive standpoint. But I do think a kid like Trey is a guy that would give this – the way this 49ers team has built some juice. They've been hit hard at the running back position uh, right behind. It's Baltimore, and then it's the 49ers when it comes to banged up running backs. But this is a division game, okay? Seattle's dropped two in a row, one at home, one on the road uh, to Minnesota. They let Minnesota come back. They gave that game away after jumping off to a little bit of a lead. This is This is where the rubber meets the road. And it's hard for me uh, to go against Russell or Sierra when they're up against these situations. They're catching – what are they catching? They're catching three. So I'm going to go with Seattle plus three, you know, in this game. But this is just one of those besides the line and everything. I think this is a big monster NFC West division. Everybody keeps saying this is the best division in football, one of the one of the divisions. I mean, both sides conference. It's, it's West side connection, all right. On both conferences, NFC West and the AFC West, it's not it's not really a faint of the heart in either one of those divisions. But I like Seattle and probably to win this game outright. If they lose three in a row, then then we will the people will start digging at what's going on with Seattle. Is this lingering from Russ and the offseason and all that kind of stuff? But I like Seattle in this one. That's a must. That's a must one. What do you think about that matchup, Harn? I do like the matchup. My son will be kind of mad because I, you know, I sit here and he's a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. He thinks uh-huh. he's a little Russ, but <laughs> uh, I sit here and I look at Seattle and I say, "Who are they? What's their identity? They're not letting Russ cook. They want to run the ball. They bring in people to do all this stuff, but they talk about, oh, let's let Russ cook. Well, Russ isn't cooking right now. He is. He's a sous chef. He's getting everything ready." Mm-hmm. And everybody else is getting a chance to eat. So they're going to have to let him go out there and play ball the way that he knows how to play if they're going to have that success. The running back game is still got to be strong. I like Chris Carson. I always have liked Chris Carson. But I think Russ and D.K. Metcalf, we don't know if D.K. Metcalf is going to be able to play in this game. So that can kind of change some things up. But I love Lockett. And him and him and Russ got that connection. So I like Seattle in this game, too. Okay, all right. Uh, the next NFC West matchup game um, also made the uh, the foundation play, and that's Arizona with the Rams. You know, everybody knows it's Melissa's show. That's hard to myself. Super Bowl pick with the Rams. Um, you know, but this is a you know, Kyler Murray is playing some of his best football since he's been in, and I think what even I speaking of myself, I underestimate. I, this was my question about Cliff Kingsbury anyway, since he landed in the desert in the Arizona desert, I should say. You know, what can he do to build a defense? I mean, there was never really defensive teams I could think of at Texas Tech. I mean, he's an offensive mind coach. But I will say I underestimated how good that Arizona's defense could be and how they are playing. And I think this is what makes this game a little bit closer because the Rams are high, riding high right now. They're undefeated. Stafford's playing at a high level. This is a division game, but I also think that Kyler Murray's capabilities of making plays with his leg and the way they use him and then the running back situation, the receivers, I think they will have some success against this Rams D. It's going to be hard, but they're catching four and a half 
uh, plus four and a half with the Rams, and I'm going to lean on the Arizona Cardinals to cover that and possibly win this game outright. But I definitely think they'll cover the four and a half. This should be an exciting game. Like I said it a hundred times already, if it's not for Tom coming back home, this would probably be the Sunday night game, uh, especially at SoFi in that new stadium. But um, that's what we have it. But I like Arizona to cover that. So those are my two plays. I'll get to the final two here in a little bit. But Seattle plus three and Arizona plus four and a half. What do you like I about them? I got yeah, two what you got in the NFL? Myself. I like Kansas City over Philly, minus seven. Kansas City's on the road. They're a little mad. Andy okay. Reid's going back to Philadelphia for the first time. Everybody's talking about Tom and Bill, but y'all forgot about the big teddy bear True. going back to Philadelphia and True. ringing that bell. So I'm going to roll with Kansas City. Um, obviously, they're going to be mad because they're one and two. They're not used to that. Philadelphia is still trying to figure out who they are, and they have to go out there and play well. And this one's going to surprise you. I got the New York Giants covering that seven and a half when they go to New Orleans. We talked about Danny Dimes and the way that he's played and Mm -hmm. the way that he goes about it. He's not turning over the ball as much as he does. He does have some fumble issues, but he's not throwing it away. Uh, And I want to go back to something you said, but I'm I'm taking them, the Giants, to cover seven and a half in New Orleans. And I'm going to go back to something you said about um, Kyler Murray and the way Mm -hmm. that he's playing. Kyler Murray is also one of the league leaders in interceptions this year. And with that team, when that, with that team, the way opportunistic is the back end of that Rams secondary is and the way that they match up, somebody's going to get taken away from them. We talked about it last week, who was going to get taken away, but Jalen, we're just going to see. Yeah. We're going to see what Jalen Ramsey does this week as well. So let's just see what happens this week. And going back to that, that you said people forgot about the teddy bear going back Philly. You know, the crazy thing about that is I think this win in Philly, if they win, it gives Andy his hundredth win. I think career win. So it's ironic that they're going back to Philly where he's had a lot of his most tenure there. Um, even though it's it's, it's crazy, it, it, I didn't realize how long he's been with Kansas City already. But the ironic thing on that is that I think this is an opportunity to get his hundredth win um, in Philly. Out of all your plays you've done so far, because you gave us five hard, you're sitting on five again. That the only yep. one I can't make sense to is that Giants plus seven and a half. But we'll see. Give you props when you call yep. that one. However, your formula gets you on that one. But that was the only one. But other than that, those are some decent picks. Um, yep. All right, so. Real quick, speaking of football, before we get to the last couple matchups and the monster matchups with the Pats and, uh, you know, Tampa, uh, NFL announced their halftime show. And I tweeted out, and the, and I'm just honest all the time. I mean, again, me, you know, covering the football, doing this in this business and really paying attention to stuff like this and knowing how the NFL is. When I saw this lineup, first of all, I think it's the most anticipated halftime show of talent-wise, probably since you'd have to go with MJ from Michael Jackson or even Prince when they were announced. But keep in, keep in mind, okay, uh, after uh, Breastis Gate from Janet Jackson, okay, we went through a stretch. We went through a stretch where the NFL, I mean, this changed AFC. People don't know this, but if you're in the big – this changed FCC laws, that incident, and TV. TV changed after that. And not only did TV change, NFL changed. Say, oh, wait a minute. No. Give them the who. Give them the Eagles. Guys are 70 years old uh, catching Social Security. We went through that stretch. Then they started to lean up. But when I saw this lineup, when you're talking about Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 
First of all, Jay's it's it's all just because it's a rock nation thing, but it's obvious Jay's all over it. And the first thing that came to me, I was like, wow, y'all still feeling guilty about the Kaepernick situation. Like this is kind of like y'all, y'all, like this is one of those that there is no way without Jay involved and what the climate of NFL, what we've been through, and every hey, we're donating to so just there's no way they approved this type of lineup for the Super Bowl halftime. No way. And I saw and I saw Dre do an interview. It was on NFL Network last night. And, you know, Dre, yeah, Dre was talking about, like, hey, we're here because of Jay. Snoop's like, hey, man, I'm just sitting here. It's, it's also we're doing executive levels on this thing. I don't think people understand the magnitude of this type of lineup, these type of artists, and their background for the NFL saying, okay, man, we got about an average of about 108, 109, 10 million people to tune in. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all go ahead. I was yeah. like, hell, they might let Jay buy a team. If they let him get like, if they they might vote him in the club, you know he's he's in rumors to go ahead and be the Denver's next owner, which I don't know if that happened. But I'm like, hey man, Jay's really working. No wonder Jay took a lot of heat for sitting there with Goodell and that whole thing with Cat was going to. People were trying to turn on Jay and our community. But I'm like, damn, when that lineup I was like, hey man, they won't say sorry publicly, but they'll be like, hey man, go ahead, just go ahead. You know where I'm coming from, hard. I, hey, no hey, I know, hell, hey, I know exactly no where you're coming from. I think Adele. I think Adele realizes too. That's why he said, "All right, let's do this." Let's yeah, do this. And yeah. He, You know, he he realizes they messed up. Yeah, I they agree with up. you. All right, man. We get back. We'll get to that program announcement. Also, we'll get to the last two picks of the foundation before we get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. The phone. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Before I have to pull the strap off the cut. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like yeah. a bubble. It's just ironic, man. Dre and Snoop's coming to perform at this Super Bowl. We're about probably about 23 of these owners over 15, 20 years ago telling the kid, what the hell you listen to? What is that? <laughs> Turn it off. And next thing you know, they're probably like signing off on it. Like, yeah, man, go ahead, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the first. I could be wrong, but it's they raised thinking, my kids. They just, raised my exactly. kids. Exactly. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, damn, I ain't seen her like that for a while. But anyway. Back here on the Sports Grind, today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. All right, and this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Cover 3 San Antonio, Cover 3 Austin. What can you tell us about Cover 3 today, Harge? Cover 3 is putting on, they do a lot of great things in their community. So go to cover-3.com and type in PG, or excuse me, Partnerships for Children. Okay. There's a fundraiser that they have coming up. It's in October. They do this nationally. Last year, we raised over $100,000 for less fortunate children, kids that get taking, taken out of their house. They don't have clothes. They don't have any food, any diapers, anything like that. So what we do for Partnerships for Children is help fund and make sure that these kids have good things when they get ripped away from their homes. Nice. Cover three, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, real quick on the program announcement before I give the last two picks out. Um, effective Monday, started Monday, the sports grind is going to be making their debut on Austin 1300 The Zone. We're going back to Harge's hometown, you know, uh, at 1300 The Zone. The people have asked for it, like, how do we get Harge out here? This and that and that. You know, so started brace us. Hey, you know what? It is probably time for us to try to see if we join there. Uh, perfect balance. I mean, they're probably not going to like me at first after a while, but hard, just a perfect balance. 
you know, in regards to. They're going to you know, love this, you, bro. Yeah. They're going to love you. He's like, like one of the brothers you. down there, but the other one, like, who the hell exactly. is this Alabama Austin? Like, hey, man, <laughs> what the Texas ain't back yet. What the hell y'all talking about? <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, so we'll be back. We'll start there. Um, there's some other things in the work for the sports crowd that we're working on in regards to getting the show expanded and stuff like that in different markets. could take some time, but we're working toward that. But Austin 1300 The Zone is our first stop. So, Excited to have Harge for people to listen. I mean, we've had Austin listen before, but excited Harge can be on the station. You were there a couple years ago, right, Harge, in the morning? Yeah, right? I was on there, yeah. yeah, for three years, not too long ago. We uh, From 6 to 9 a.m. right now, that's occupied by Shannon B. Sweeney and Chris Duell, mm-hmm. who everyone listens to here in Austin, Texas. So it's going to be pretty much the same type of uh, – I guess you would say setup in which that they are acting in. So you and I are going to rock that too, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Looking forward to it, man. And see how forward. Been, uh, you know, native only 70 miles up the road, but we'll see how they accept it. And like I said, there's other things in movement for the sports grind here soon. But for the final two picks of the foundation, what you're really here for, um, and I'm going to give you a strong lane. Okay, so good matchup. I think it's going to be fast. Okay, Kirk Cousins playing good, but I'm going with the Brownies minus the two on the road. I think they'll get some momentum since Odell's coming back. And the last one, I'm going to go with the Broncos at home. And I'll tell you this, Action Jackson's coming back. But right now, they're a one-point underdog. And if Denver wins this game, this is the last game this season. Other than maybe a Kansas City, you will find them underdogs at home. Might as well take it advantage of where you have it. And we'll have these picks out on social media as well, too, here pretty soon. But for the day and for the week, that is a wrap. Special thanks to producers of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Harge. Bartlett spinning the one and two, something for Sam, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, it's Monday morning, I should say, before you hit the snooze button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all Monday. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find Where my order? My order? Find my- Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more.